Hello, everyone. Welcome back to This Justin. And today on This Justin, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions and how you shouldn't even do them to begin with. So, this is the second time recording the podcast because I got stuck after five minutes of going through all my material. So, I restarted it. And now we're here half an hour later. So, let's just get right into today's topic, which is. New Year's resolutions and why you shouldn't even bother doing them or why you shouldn't bother doing them in January in the new year. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions for a second. Now, New Year's resolutions, if you don't know what it is, because, you know, New Year's resolutions is starting off the new year doing something that that's supposed to improve your life in some way or another or something that you've never done before or something that you hope to imp- that will improve your life or some change, something, some common New Year's resolutions include being healthy in a variety of different ways, such as exercising or eating better or being more uh, emotionally available, things like that. But the problem about New Year's resolutions is that most people never stick to them. And why? Because it's hard. And I think most people go by New Year's resolutions completely the wrong way. For example, like if you're going to the gym and that's one of your New Year's resolutions, you'll probably be like, all right, gym membership, uh, go to the gym three times a week, go go hard. And then by the time February hits, you completely forgot. And now you're not even considering the gym you're you're canceled the membership and it's already gone it's the past you're not thinking about that for probably another year when december comes around you're like okay maybe it's time to start working out again but how will we just avoid that whole situation where you don't even get anywhere and you just end in the same spot where you began and let's flip it a bit so instead of starting your new year's resolutions in january why don't we all start our new year's resolutions at the end of the year End of year resolutions. I'm calling it and I'm starting it now. End of year resolutions, which is starting today, December 1st, you were going to do whatever you wanted to do in January, but you do it now. And instead of doing it all in, whatever, how many times, if this this is the gym example, you're going all in five days a week, three days a week, even though that's currently not possible. But metaphorically speaking, if this was possible and you were able to go to the gym as you would, then yeah, but how about we flip it and instead of going all in in January, we go baby steps in December. For example, continuing this exercise thing. Am I getting into you yet that you should probably exercise? Even just walking? I, I think one of the big things this year I did was starting to do exercise and I, I do feel bad about making fun of it as much as I did in the past. But I will talk about that later. So as I was saying, December, December 1st starts. Say you wanted to start exercising. How about you do 10 minutes of walking every day? And I'm sure I probably gave this example in the past episodes, but we'll do it again. So December 1st, 10 minutes of walking for the first week. Then when you get back, it's boring. Then 15. Then instead of 15 minutes of walking, you do 10 minutes of running. And then 10, 15 minutes of running, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You just slowly build, 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 and build. That way you start January or you start Start in December strong, or you finish in December strong, ending the year 2020 off strong, and then you start the new year even stronger, and you got that momentum already from December, pushing it forward all the way into January, and continuing on in the new year. 
And that's probably super difficult. And it is. So this is why you start small. If you do baby steps and every day you do a little bit of it every day, it'll just become second nature. I'm sure people didn't start going on their phones for 40 hours a week. And they probably started 10 minutes here and there. And then it builds. Everything can be introduced and built like that. Now, when you fail a New Year's resolution in January, it's very demotivating because you're just like, oh, I failed. I got to wait all whole year to start all over. But you don't really need to. If you fail in January, you can still pick it up in February. And then if you fail in February, you can still pick it up in March. Whatever. That's the side. You just need to get through that first step. And I think I talked about in the first episode, just getting on it and just starting and then sticking to it. That's the most important thing. And I think sticking to it is the hardest part. So to like make it a little easier, just stick to as little as you can. So for exercising, again, maybe five minutes a day of walking. Then if you're not really feeling it, do just go outside. Start there. Start super small and make everything super easy where it's just like, all right, uh, there's no reason why I can't. This is such a small task that you can easily accomplish without any thought or effort. Just something minor and then you can build it up, get your tolerance higher so you can do where your small activity is quite large, really. And then you'll just be able to smash through everything like it's nothing. Like failing a resolution can be really tough. And that might be a reason why you just want to stop in January and then not even pick it up until everyone's starting to do that motivation. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Uh, when that new year's sweep comes up in end of December and I get it. Let's look at this recent boxing match with Nate Robinson, Jake Paul, Nate Robinson got a shit. Absolutely fucking rocked. This guy went down twice. This guy went snooze and I'm sure I'm definitely not the first or last person to make fun of this guy, but this guy went in the ring, he did his shit, he got rocked, but he got in the ring. And I think that's the important part. He got in the ring, he went in, and he got rocked. But the most important part, again, is he went in. And you can take it on your step. You might get rocked in whatever you're doing, but the most important part is you got started. Now, I know this is supposed to be a motivation, a comedy podcast or a comedic podcast or a podcast with comedic elements in it but I think it's important to be motivational too because I can't be I don't really know how to be funny right now uh I don't know maybe there's a little nuggets of comedy in here sprinkled around that's another thing I was working on comedy I was writing a few jokes on the weekend and one of the things I like was really really engaged by following watching the fight and after the fight was Snoop Dogg's commentary that man just has some excellent, just, I think his analysis of the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight as two old uncles in the, in the cookout fighting was great, was quite excellent. And I think he should be at every uh, professional sporting event doing commentary right beside Joe Rogan. And then you got Snoop Dogg. So you got Snoop Dogg with the comedy podcast or the comedy commentary and then you got joe rogan with the actual commentary for both fans i don't know 
this fight also got me very interested in, into fighting because that shit was hella scary, but it looks hella cool too. This fight was also the fight that inspired me to fall into a Mike Tyson rabbit hole. Yes, Mike Tyson rabbit hole. Like many people do, I didn't expect to do it, but I came out liking the guy a little bit more. Although he did do some fucked up shit back in his prime, which we are recognizing now. Aside from that, there was this one interview that I watched with Mike Tyson that I was like so weird and hilarious. I, the, every, that whole video was just so beautiful and truly, truly a reason to fall in love with Mike Tyson. Now, I'm not, um, as my friend Ian described to me before I was going to start this podcast, Mike Tyson did some fucked up shit. I don't agree with the fucked up shit he did. I don't condone the fucked up shit he did. But today, in that nugget of the video, I am going to say that was some fucking funny, hilarious shit. So in this video by GQ, Mike Tyson goes on the internet as himself and he answers questions from fans. Now, this could have gone a lot of different ways. A lot of the questions were kind of all over the world, talking about boxing and stuff outside of boxing. Regardless of what the questions were, each answer was so fucking brilliant in its own way. And I think just, ah, it's so weird to describe because some of his answers for an an- for a question that you'd seem would draw on and be super, uh, like an answer that could be really short and sweet. His and like a question that would result in a long ass answer, he would answer with a short, tiny, mm, baby thing, something you find on a fortune cookie. And then for something that may be quite short and whatever, he went on and on. And I've never seen someone who used run on sentences so hilariously. And I definitely think it's part of uh, his whole like aura. So how he was talking and like his body language. Because number one, Mike Tyson's voice is fucking funny. I know Mike Tyson can rock the shit out of you or me. He can rock the shit out of anyone. And that was very clear with, with his fight with Roy Jones Jr. He does not. He is. He can be 54 or 75. He will still rock the shit out of you. No questions asked. But his voice is fucking funny. This high-pitched Brooklyn accent with a lisp. That is some excellent Excellent. You can't make that shit up. It is so beautiful. His voice. I could listen to it all day. Just read me an audiobook in Mike Tyson's voice. I will. Oh my gosh. I will pay for Mike Tyson to commentate my life for a few seconds every day. Just hi, this is Mike Tyson. Today I'm commentating Justin Gregorio. Today he's on his podcast. He was struggling to talk about whatever he was talking about. And then he started to talk about it. And now he's talking about it on the podcast. And he mentioned me. Ha <laughs> ha. Obviously, that was a pretty bad Mike Tyson. I'm working on it. So eventually, I will get a solid Mike Tyson down. But regardless, let's get back into the... So, in the video, he would do these long prophetic answers about like boxing technique or something. And he would just draw on and on. And you would think like, oh, he's going to stop here. And he doesn't. And he just goes and goes and goes. Uh, yes, Mike Tyson goes undercover on Reddit, YouTube, and Twitter. Oh my gosh. Not only the answers were amazing, but his gestures. This man, I think half of the comedy was in the the way he answered the questions, like the words, and then the other half was 
his hand motions because this guy would go like this. Like, this is a man who bit someone's who bit someone's ear partially off, who bit another person's ear, who knocked out 47 people within like 30 seconds or something. Not 47. He knocked out a lot of people really quickly in his professional career. He did a lot of fucked up shit. This guy's crazy. But in this video, it made him seem like a some weird thing I can't even describe, but I'm so enthralled by. Uh, I think everyone should watch that video. If you have, if you do anything, go on. I will link that episode, that video in there. But it's so amazing, and I think the best part of the pod, that video, is when he closes it out with when he goes. Uh, let me pull up. I'm not. I don't know if I can do it justice, but here, here we go. I'm good. I wrote it down because it it was just so beautiful. And he goes, oh fuck, did I? No, I ah oh, shit. I I oh, I did not write it down. God damn it. Oh, this is unfortunate. Uh, sorry, let me just pull it up. But yeah, while while we wait for this to pull up. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't exp- There. Let me, okay, hold on. Let me tie this Mike Tyson part in to the New Year's resolution part. Mike Tyson did not expect to be fighting again in 2020. But here he is back again in the ring. And you know what he said after the fight? I'm going to do this shit again. This guy is 50 something and he is going back in the ring after a 15 year hiatus. He's like, you know what? I'm feeling it. You know what? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I can go back in the wing. I'm ready for this. I'm so engaged. I'm so excited. This was also the same guy who was like, I can't do it no more. I can't go in the fight. Uh, uh, I don't have that kill spirit in me anymore. And then now he's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do it next Sunday. Let's do it again, Roy George Jr. I'm going to, I want to fight. Let's do it again. Like what a, what a flip, man. That's wild that he went from nah to I'm back in it. And even in this video, he was like, not, it seems like he was not really about fighting anymore. But if you watch, if you watch last night, he was a, uh, not last night. Yeah, it was last night. Well, for, if you watch the fight on Sunday, he was a uh, intern in it. Okay. Here, here's the quote. At the end of the video, he goes, Hey, that's me. I'm signing the fuck off the internet. And like looking at the guy who Mike Tyson is, you would never expect this dude, this big ass dude who knocks people out for a living to go, hey, that's me. I'm going to sign the fuck off the internet. And then I think he opens the video with, um, oh yes. One of the great questions in the video is Mike Tyson, settle an argument for me. Would you take an uppercut to the chin, no gloves from yourself in your prime for half a billion dollars? And Mike Tyson's response is absolutely. And he does it like a gay Brooklyn fucking diva. And it's brilliant. I would love just that clip and just send it to everyone who has anything. Anytime I want to answer it, absolutely. I must just send that. So if you, if you see this clip and you're like, what the fuck is he doing? This is why this is amazing content that everyone needs to see. All right. So yeah, as I, as you can tell, I've been enthralled by Mike Tyson and everything the person he is as a character. Uh, and I'm sure the podcast going forward, will talk more about Mike Tyson in some aspect or another. So something else that this Mike Tyson fight would inspire me to do was start boxing. I mean, boxing looks fucking hard and it's super scary, but it looks like it's also fun beating someone up or pretending to beat someone up could be fun. You know, if you have a lot of pent up aggression and no way to, uh, to let it out in a productive way, boxing, you know? Uh, so yeah, I'm going to start to try. So I grabbed some of my friend's gear and like I said in the beginning, instead of waiting till January, I'm going to do it now, December 1st, hitting it up, hitting the gym, hitting the pads, not the gym, 
get in the gloves, get in the wraps and hit in the pads. I'll also let you know how that goes. I'm just going to start as I did, as I said, start small, 15 minute sets, just doing basic routines. And then I guess we'll go from there. For me, my thing I wanted to do in January was start boxing. So I did it now. And there's probably a whole laundry list and to-do list and bucket list of things you want to do that seem so big and unattainable. But if you boil it down into something very tough, small, and you can bring your, make it something you can do every day for a little bit and build to something, that greater idea that you have in the end, it might make it work and you might learn something along the way. For example, as I said in the beginning, starting small and then working your way up. And eventually to the point where you won't even realize that how much progress you made because you've just been going at it. It's just second nature at this point. I started running and exercising. Started with 15 minutes of medium exercise in March. And now today I'm doing 16 minutes of medium exercise. And <laughs> no, again, I, I have, I've done a little bit more. I've done 17. So, you know, yeah. It's all about that progress and it may seem slow, but progress is progress. So I want everyone to find something to do this, this week that they want to do in January as a new year's resolution and find a way to start it now because we can all need a little, we could all use a little boost and start 2021 in a better position than we started 2020 in. Now that may be daunting. That may be difficult, but Doing baby steps can bring you to your end goal. And I think if we could, and I think that whole idea of like banding together, especially in January, everyone's like, oh, let's all do our New Year's resolutions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in February, it's like, you do, you do, you do, your, <laughs> you do your New Year's resolutions at all. And then you're like, well, New Year's resolutions, I didn't even do them. I didn't start them. Or, and then you're like, yeah, me neither. What are those? So then you can be the people who are actually like, hey, I stuck to my New Year's resolutions. What a cool thing is that it that is, right? Being positive and growing and learning. That's cool, right? So I talked about Mike Tyson and my growing affinity for him. I talked about how you can start your New Year's resolution and stick to it. And I want to talk about what happened recently with the last episode and that my shit failed. I did not. If you didn't know, last episode was about uh, selling my my piece for my brand, and it absolutely bombed. Absolutely bombed. I didn't absolutely bomb. There was enough. There was a good chunk of people who ordered. It was just not enough. And I would like to thank everyone who ordered once again. But there's a lot of different reasons why it didn't work out, and that's okay. We learn, we live, and we move on. So I would like to plug this and say more stuff coming this week. Hopefully if I get everything on time, maybe I want to get something out for everyone before the end of the year. It might not arrive for Christmas, but I still want to get something out. Stay tuned. So there it is. My comeback announcement. Again, thank you to everyone. Order. Thanks to one. Thank you everyone who shared. I sincerely appreciate it. And I think everyone who reached out to me afterwards, I appreciate everyone's support and however way uh, you come to support me and my endeavors. And I'd like to thank you. And I'd like to thank you for listening to the end of this podcast episode. So one last thing I would love you to do is share this podcast with a friend who needs some 
motivation to keep going or to start something that they were always trying to start and never had the motivation to send them this episode and be like, do what this guy says. Also watch Mike Tyson stuff because he is hilarious. Again, big asterisks about Mike Tyson. So that is the end of this episode. I'd like to thank you all for listening and see you next week. Bye-bye.